People keep asking if I'm back, and I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Four seminars on the list. Next seminar up February 17th through the 19th. After that, April 14th to the 16th, then June 9th to the 11th. We have a self-sufficient lifter camp on January 14th in Wichita Falls, covering the squat, the press, the deadlift, how to film yourself, and how to diagnose your own technique. We have several squat and deadlift camps on the list, so listen up. January 21st in Boston at Starting Strength Boston. February 11th in Orlando at Starting Strength Orlando. Cincinnati at the time of this recording has one spot left. That's February 25th in Cincinnati at Starting Strength Cincinnati. Las Vegas on March 5th. Phoenix, Arizona on April 8th. Queens, New York in March. Uh, that will be at Dutch Kills in Long Island City. And we're also adding a bench and press camp to the list that will be in Long Island in April. Speaking of Starting Strength gyms, we continue to add gyms to the list in various stages of opening. Atlanta, Birmingham several others check out the map but one gym that's doing their pre-sale right now before they open is starting strength tampa so head over to their site tampa.startingstrengthgyms.com so that you can get signed up at a discounted rate before they open also if you're still interested in the starting strength lifting shoe head over to startingstrengthgyms.com forward slash boot so that you can order your pair they are made for us by justin boots and are of the highest quality and finally, for more information on anything that I've talked about, head over to StartingStrength.com and check out the right-hand side of the homepage. From the Asgard Company Studios in beautiful Wichita Falls, Texas, from the finest mind in the modern fitness industry, the one true voice in the strength and conditioning profession, the most important podcast on the internet. Ladies and gentlemen, Starting Strength Radio. Welcome back to Starting Strength Radio. Yeah, I know it's not radio, it's a podcast. But I like calling it radio because, you know, of my previous career. And it just makes me feel good to think that this is radio again. Because radio was fun back in the 70s when I was in radio. Uh, at any rate... Uh, we now have podcasts. Does anybody remember what a podcast was named for? How many people actually know what an what an iPod? I, I don't remember. Was that was it the iPod? iPod. Oh, really? That's where it came from. That was the name of it. iPod. Yep. Was the product, and that's where you accessed all of these wonderful little pieces of media. And now it's just receded into the into the past. Nobody remembers the origin of the. Well, term. yeah, it's like it's like my if I tell my kids to roll down the window, one day they're going to say, "Why do you say roll down the window?" When, <laughs> why do you say roll down? Right. Well, because, dearest little children, a long time ago, <laughs> you had to take your little hand and go like this, yeah, to roll it down. You know that that Honda I bought though. I bought a '96 Honda Civic. Yeah, it's got manual windows. Does it really? Yep, five five speed. That's cool. Yeah. Well, you'll never get stuck with the windows That's stuck right. down. That's right. Yeah. You realize how critical that fucking little motor is in a goddamn car window, yeah. and yeah, I it's mean, a pain in the ass. Pain in the ass. That thing goes out. You better just drive home. Right. 
and hope you got a garage. <laughs> you know? So, and they're anyway. Fuck. The motors? Oh, yeah. What are they, four or $500, something Probably. like that? Well, they can get whatever they want for them, yeah. can't they? Depending on what you're driving. Because you, my friend, are between a rock and a hard place. <laughs> oh, have you seen... Uh, this Here's another tell that this is pre-recorded. Today, as we record this, the NFL is coming apart. Good. I hope they cease to exist. I hope they're sued out of existence. There's no reason to have the NFL. You think they'll be sued for? The, for oh, well, you think maybe. Who's going to sue them? Uh, the families of the dead players. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh them. Well, that's if they decide oh, that the NFL is at fault, right? Well, whoever made the kids take the goddamn shots is at fault. And I would, I would bet that the court would find that the NFL was at fault for that. Yeah. Yeah, what I'm saying no, is I'm it, just would, speculating, of course, it would require but. somebody to actually agree that it was the vaccine and then and then bring a lawsuit. Was that is that going to happen? Uh, uh, I think the evidence is already very clear that it is. All the epidemiological information we have now. Rip, you're confusing you're, facts with what people actually do. No, I'm confusing facts with what a jury is capable of understanding. I know, but will somebody bring a suit against the NFL? I think they will, if there's enough money involved in it. And I think there'll be enough money involved in it. Yeah, money's what brings suits. You know, not not, uh, humanitarian concern, but money or justice (laughs) or anything else. Money's what brings suits. And the NFL's got rather deep pockets. And if they don't, the owners do. Well, it is. But they're going to fall back to the, well, it's mandated emergency use, all all that shit. They've set the whole thing up, man. It won't be a quick, easy settlement. No. But there will be a suit. It'd be a nice. uh, Or two. It'd be a nice. Or three. Or a class action suit. Yeah. Which will be real interesting. Yeah. You know, what's going to be interesting is what the Players Association is going to do here. Are they going to follow the orders of their bosses at the NFL, or are they going to act like responsible representatives of the players? They've already gone against the responsible, you know, actions that a, a organization like that ought to take by going along with the nfl and requiring yep. these vaccinations and uh my god this is this is coming apart here's the most important question though are you going to watch the super bowl i don't watch super bowl but this time it might be more interesting <laughs> why because people are going to die or because if somebody falls over uh-huh. dead at the super bowl <laughs> You are going to be witnessing history oh. in the making. Now, aren't you? <laughs> I'll, I'll catch the highlights on Instagram. Well, I, I'm just saying there's an added element of interest besides who wins or loses the game this time. Right? God. It's amazing. Hey, look, Nick, well, don't, happened, don't be so detached. This I has mean, been this happening is, in, in, uh, in soccer how long now? And everybody just ignores it. I mean, yeah. these, these soccer but players are just soccer. dropping dead. But more people watch soccer than football. But they're Europeans. <laughs> That's a good point. They're Europeans. That's a good point. Europeans <laughs> watch soccer. We it. don't watch <laughs> soccer. We don't even know that there is soccer. But Europeans just nod in agreement with everything that goes on right, everywhere right. because that's what they've been bred for centuries to do. That's a good point. You know? 
Guy drops dead. It's like, oh. Guy drops dead. Happens. 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 That's terrible. Get him out of the way. The game's got to go. Game to play. It's gotta, zero, we got a game to play here. So, the guy falls over dead in the NFL, and he wasn't even dead. He was just injured in yeah. the NFL. And they canceled the game. They're not going to play that game. What does this do to the. Yeah. At what level do we stop the game from now on? You realize, of course, that that is now a question. At what at what point do we cancel the game? Guy breaks his leg, we cancel the game. If the have guy ever, breaks his leg, have they ever canceled a game for someone breaking their neck? Nope, nope. Happens all the time. Serious injuries occur. It's part of the game. But this time, it's they canceled the game and are not going to replay the game. And that is brand new. Oh yeah, that's brand new, and it's a precedent. And what are they going to do next time? Every time somebody falls over dead in a game, they're going to cancel the game. What does that do to the <laughs> What does that do to the price of the tickets? I hate to be practical, but what does that do to ticket prices? If you don't know for sure when you go to the game that you're going to get to see the end of the damn thing, what does that do? What does that do to Vegas? This is very exciting, Rip. Man. Well, I'm just thinking through the yeah. thing out loud here, you know. Uh, this has ramifications, just like all of this bullshit that has occurred over the past two years. Well, maybe the gambling you know, No one's will, thinking about the ramifications. The gambling will shift to the, the odds that a dude will just drop dead. Which guy, right? What do you want to bet there's already a pool? Oh, yeah. No, yeah, for sure. There what do you want to bet? You can go to Las Vegas yeah. right now and place a bet on if or how many people are going to die in the Super Bowl. Yeah. What do you want to bet? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Someone's, someone's, uh, somebody's already on the odds. Yes. And, uh, you know, what what are the odds of being able to finish an NFL season? If this is the rule, when somebody falls over dead, it, the only respectful thing to do is cancel the game. (laughs) You know, the funny part of this is that if 15 quarterbacks in the NFL had said, no, we're not taking the shots, yep. what would they have done? Right. They'd have dropped it. Yep. They'd have immediately dropped it. Yeah. And they should have done that. That's exactly what they should have done. Right. Because you can't play a season without 15 quarterbacks. Yeah. But that just tells you that they didn't really – see it that way the, the people doing it there was one guy who, as far as i know one guy that said i'm not doing it right aaron um, what's his name yeah one rogers guy. or whatever but how many of them how many of them just welcomed it wanted it you know you got to remember that too. yeah yeah i know i, I we're thinking that these people because well, they're professional like, athletes they're morally courageous and all this other well, shit it's not even that i but mean whenever the they have when yeah when they have million dollar contracts looking at them but, right but if 15 of them had done it. But then that would mean that there would have to be one brave one to start right. it. Yeah. And that's not going to happen whenever they're looking at a contract and saying, if I say no, there's a chance I'm going to lose millions of right. dollars. Right, I know. And that doesn't speak well of these people, does it? It's. it I mean, it's, it's easy it's for reality. me to sit here, you know, with the, the billions of dollars I've got. It's easy for me to sit here and say that, you know, hey, it's just money. Right. You know? Yeah. Well, uh this poor kid up in the hospital bed right now may think differently, huh? Yeah. You know, by all reports, this was a good guy, good kid. You know, 
mom had to sit there and watch him on the field fall over thud on the ground what's the what's the <laughs> what are what is the medical team going to tell him happened and is he going to question that that I mean, you've got excellent you, question. You got way, yeah, I don't now, have any faith it? in all this shit. I mean, they're going to say whatever, and he's they'll be like, oh, wow. Crazy. Well, Amazing, was, that just happened. It was cardiac, right? It was a cardiac situation. Right. And what do the shots do when they fuck you up? Yeah. Cardiac. Right? Now, that conclusion is going to be very difficult to not draw. Oh, dude, they, people don't. But they're, but they're already. People don't draw that every they're, single day. Right? They're, they're already not. They're already walking around yeah. it. I know what's going on. Yeah. That's what's so interesting, because every one of these people. People who say what we're saying right the, now are right now relegated to the to the realm of conspiracy theory. Right. I mean, no, no shit. Right, and that's why this we're is, not on YouTube. This is fringe. That's why this podcast is not on youtube in its entirety yeah i'm telling this is right. fringe what you're talking about is all fringe thinking people don't think right. this way they're, they're going to listen to well, the doctor let me tell say, you what nick it was fringe thinking last thursday yeah that, that athletes are dying just it was randomly, fringe right? thinking yeah. last thursday but yeah. now when you when everybody in the united states has saw saw that happen and wondered why a healthy 24 year old athlete falls over dead yeah. You know, and is resuscitated 10 minutes later with nine minutes of no oxygen to the brain. Right. Everybody has to watch that. Everybody saw that. Yeah. Right. Now they're asking questions because finally they've been forced to. Yep. Right. Finally, they've been forced to ask the questions. And now, you know, the cat is out of the fucking bag. Right. And I don't know that you can put it back in. You know, yeah. this is a, this is a, this is a, people don't, this is a terrible deal. This is hard to ignore now. You know, we've been, all of us conspiracy theorists have been talking about this for a year and a half. Yeah. But now the normies have to deal with it. I hope they? so, man. People are ignoring the, the shit that's coming out from Twitter. Just ignoring it. Yeah. I oh, mean, I know. It's just not like, here's, I know. here's, here's. You know, a- actual documentary evidence that this happened. Right. And people are like, ah, no, no, no. They just, they just <laughs> head in the sand type. Where are we going to eat tonight? Right. You know? Right. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. People have been taught to not ask questions, right. haven't they? Right. They've I don't, been I don't socially even think it's conditioned. That. I don't even think it's that. I think it's just information comes out so fast now, it's just on to the next thing, on to the next thing, on to the next thing. Like, well, it, right, there's, there's an element of that. Like right you now, know, our attention span down. is short. There, you're right. Yeah. There's an element of that. But by the same token, every once in a while, shit like death, <laughs> you know, prioritizes things to the point where you can't just walk away from it every 10 minutes you know? know and maybe this is one of those times i don't know I, 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 don't, I don't think so i think we i think we are just so programmed to take in new information so fast and it's always the next big thing it's always right. the next big thing. Now, you may be right I, I, I i'd like to think better than that of us I, that, but i would be wrong to do so let, lately i haven't been that cynical but that's probably the most cynical thought i have about it is no matter how bad the information is next week there's going to be something else to take our mind off of it yeah yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Well, with that in mind, <laughs> <laughs> it's now time for Come, Come in, in. See. See. 
from, from the haters. <laughs> All right, here's one uh, that is that was uh, what would you say uh, uh, prompted by that was provoked by bending over too much in the squat. Mm. Flying papaya says, Jesus, that's horrible. <laughs> now, there is some true insight, right? All right, Claudia Mariani D'Amato says, I never understand why people wear heel elevated shoes to do the deadlift. That's learning to deadlift, the starting strength method. Do you know why you don't understand that, Claudia? Because you are a good-looking Italian girl, and there are many things you don't understand. Many, many, many things that you're not required to understand because you're a good-looking Italian girl. All right? Now, Jerry Thomas says, all right, this is what to focus on when you get strong enough. The radio clips, these are little short excerpts we pull from the videos that we actually do put on youtube right that's right little teasers if yeah you will little teasers yeah. so you'll watch the whole damn thing that's right that's right like so you'll actually get to hear the discussion we had prior to comments from the haters today right. jerry thomas says rip has a large head <laughs> i mean i think you're proportional it's proportional. I think it's proportional. It's proportional, yeah. but he's, you know, just concerned with the size of my head. <laughs> Doesn't say which head. That's right. Does he? Would he know? I don't know. I, he wouldn't know. Right. There are people that do. Yep. But not Jerry. All right. Now, Michael... That's certainly a distinguishing <laughs> character. Michael uh, says, uh, "This is in response to kettlebell shortage." When did we? What did we? What was kettlebell shortage? It was probably another clip, right? Yeah, it yeah, was, it was a clip. But what the hell? Kettlebell shortage? There's a shortage of kettlebells. I think we were making a joke that there's a shortage of kettlebells in that clip. Yeah, I don't remember the, were we? the. I don't remember what the actual clip was. Well, back. this is what he says: kettlebells are great. As are maces and club bells. Rip has a brand of grumpy, old, arrogant CNT. CNT? Is he going to tell us what that is? Sure, it's him not having the balls to type. Oh, to cunt. cunt. Oh, got, oh got, okay. got it. Him not, you know, he, he don't want to offend me. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so long as you realize he's marketing his wares, like everyone else, you will be less like him. Mm. What are we marketing? What wares are we marketing? Your dogmatic ideas. Which are <laughs> yeah. not expensive. <laughs> no. You know? Well, you've got these expensive gyms now too, you know. Just oh, fooling I, everybody. I I don't have the expensive well, but people it's hard to explain that. It is hard to explain that to people. It's hard to explain that to people. All right. Why the trap bar is completely useless. Once again, 
paying dividends. Yeah, man. Has this guy ever done a sit-up in his life? <laughs> Somehow that's has to do with the trap. It's fitness. Yeah, it's fitness. Okay. It's kind of a two-part yeah, paper yeah, drop. Was, See uh, that? It's not your usual smooth. Kind of uh, hung there in the air right, right. like a roadrunner cartoon. Yep. You know? There was a bit of a, of a pregnant pause. Right. Right. Here's, here's an interesting one that we don't normally have uh, submitted. Mateo says, uh, I attended the SS seminar and it sucked. <laughs> oh, this is a great comment. I agree, Mateo. <laughs> Imagine how I feel, Mateo. It's the best we can do, man. <laughs> Imagine having done this for 17 years. It just disappointed well, me every just time. Every fucking time to look at douchebags like you <laughs> sit there and not at in in stunned horror, you know, of having to face the reality of a brand new concept you hadn't thought about before and your inability to process this and stuff. So instead, you bitch at us, right? Right, right. All right. So he said the coaching portion was too short and not as beneficial as I'd hoped. The teaching portion was a complete waste of time. Mm. And it was at least 50% of the seminar, really, just several guys rehashing material from the book that you still don't understand. <laughs> The seminar prerequisite is that you read the book and know the material in advance. So I assumed the teaching would build on that and go beyond, but it didn't. Well, that's inaccurate, Mateo. That's wildly inaccurate. You're not required to read the book. Mateo, once again, this is a lack of understanding on part of the commenter here. Uh, So $900 for someone to rehash material you've already read a few times. And maybe $200 worth of personal training. It's just not worth it. Mm. You're much better off just reading the book and joining one of the gyms to get extensive one-on-one time. You should do that. I I, I agree. (laughs) You know, join the gym, uh, Mateo. But 900 bucks to hang out with you and the staff for the weekend, that's Uh, priceless. Incalculable value. Incalculable value, for sure. I have no beef with starting strength, so this isn't a criticism of the book or ideas. The seminar itself is just a huge waste of time and money. All right. We should revisit. Well, maybe we'll just... The seminar. We'll just restructure those. Yeah. Yeah. Most people people like it, I think. You know, there's like two full days of actual in-person coaching there's a lot of lifting there's a lot of lifting there's that is insane it's a whole bunch of fucking if, lifting if i charged what i charge for the amount of time he's on the platform at the at the seminar i would get like two thousand dollars but how i how, charge how could you lift more and not completely waste people like they're i mean yeah. it's a it's a long stressful fucking it's weekend. a it's a 25 hour contact like you can't weekend. you can't you literally it, can't lift anymore it's 25 contact hours you can't, no, 
I mean, you, you can, can't but lift. It's not there's five lifts, right? <laughs> and we go from the empty bar to work sets on the five lifts. How much more do you want to do? And by and by, right? Yeah, by Sunday that, afternoon, we're doing the press. Everybody's done. They don't want to lift anymore. No, they're tired. Yeah, because we pushed them. Right. Yeah. And they're doing th- stuff finally for the first time correctly. And it's more stressing. It's more stressful. More taxing. Sure. For them. On top of that, and plus your just, brain is fried. Yeah, too, yeah. Right? I was about to say the mental game because yeah. you're so focused that, the entire time. They had to coach as well as lift. Right. They had to engage with this material. Mateo, Mateo didn't have a good time. Did not get any of that. Yeah. So that's fine. That's the, right. the thing I would ask Mateo is: Are you a better lifter after the seminar? Or before the seminar. Oh, not him. him. No. Oh, not him. Yeah, he didn't no. get enough training. He didn't get enough coaching. No, he he didn't. Uh, yeah. Well, anyway, that's all right. This is what you run into. Yeah. But in our defense, this is the first time we've had an actual complaint about the seminar make its way onto. It's the first. Comments <laughs> from, from the haters. So, you know, I can remember probably six or seven people that told us they hated the seminar. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> I don't. And, and we and we knew. I mean, you guys shield me from that. No. <laughs> no, and we. You remember those? Remember those two people in Seattle? It was my first seminar that I ever staffed, and there was a guy there had a mustache and he was there with his girlfriend or wife. Oh, they're from and, Seattle. They're gonna, that, they're, no, they weren't from Seattle. They no. were in Japan. Oh and yeah, that dude was pissed the entire weekend. He was yeah, but so. That angry. was that was back in two thousand. <laughs> that was like fi- that was thirteen. No, that was thirteen. Thirteen. Was it? Yeah, January twenty thirteen. He was pissed the whole weekend. He was so pissed the entire weekend. Yeah, I never did. I, <laughs> I, I vaguely him. remember the 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 deal, but what was he mad about? Uh, don't know. He was just pissed the whole weekend. Like he was a functional training guy. I, that that kind of came out during the weekend. Mm, right. But he was pissed the whole weekend, and and he got mad at or, or the girlfriend got mad because one of the staff guys girlfriend came to visit and he said that he was gone for 10 minutes which is a lie fabricated <clears throat> oh so, i do remember, you remember that. that i remember so there that was, there was two there was those two there was the other guy in seattle that said that we that uh, the, the the education consultant he was pissed at, at us the whole weekend too um, education consultant because oh, we Christ. didn't do it like he would have oh it's bad it's really in other bad. words we were effective yeah well yeah yeah and you know weird it's just people in seattle man well uh you know our response to that was to you know not sully the sacred ground in seattle with our wretched presence ever again it's a shame because the food is so good there it was a good place to go yeah pretty place yeah non-violent very very (laughs) non-violent all the homeless people (laughs) homeless people all low crime rate (laughs) You know that. I mean, that's that's one of the few places that in the world can say that. That's true. Self-absorbed <laughs> assholes walking around. But it was uh, a lot of intellectuals. You go up there in October and the colors. Oh, and it's awesome! Great big giant. I'd never seen leaves that big. Liquid amber life. trees. Oh God, they're places just yeah. absolutely beautiful. Yeah. And then you look back now and you're surrounded by Democrats. <laughs> 
you know, not even just Democrats, away from straight up sim- communists. <laughs> yeah, straight up. The, the hilarious yeah, thing is they, they all make six, six figures, seven figures. I mean, they're all. Rich. Well, yeah, because yeah. the cost of the living is so fucking high. On the face of the earth. <laughs> yeah, you can't be there unless you, it kind of sorts. You can't for, assort, you can't afford it. It kind of sorts for that kind of income. It certainly does. Yeah. Uh, fucking hotel room was like $275 yeah. a night yeah. just for a hotel room. Right, so. right. Terrible, terrible situation. What do you want to do today? Should we take some calls? I, I, let's let's tell everybody what we're going to do today. We have figured out. <laughs> we figured it out. We figured out the phone in situation. Well, man, don't get too excited. We'll see if it works. We'll yeah. see if it works. This is this is actually a yeah, prototype. You're building this up way too much. For we're fails. we are actually videotaping a prototype, which is kind of stupid, actually. But we'll. <laughs> And we're Let's putting this out live. This is going out live right now. So if we fail, if we fuck up, we're fucking up. Everybody live. knows. So everybody yeah. knows. All right. That's well, right. let's uh, let's, let's see just what see what happens. Let me put my little earphone in here. And uh, are you just going to go in order? So we have look. We have the ability to screen calls now. People are telling us what they're calling about. Mostly. Are they? <clears throat> yeah. So first up, we're going to have uh, Tiffany. Tiffany. Yep. Let's see what happens here. Ready? Hit it. All right. Let's go. Hello, Tiffany. Hello. Hello. It's Virginie. <laughs> it's who? It's, it's like the French of Virginia, Virginie. <laughs> oh, see that it's Virgin Virginie, not Tiffany. It's not Tiffany. Exactly. Well, how did you read that wrong? Why well, didn't? Well, it's a. It's says. yeah. The screener converts the voice to text. Oh, oh yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. This is Virginie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she posts on the network that's all right. the time. Yeah. Yeah, that's we right. know her. How are you, hun? She does. You doing okay today? I'm good. How are you? I'm, you know, I've been all right. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm all right. I've been better, but, you know, um, I can always say that. So, I mean, I remember being young and, I have and, a suggestion and for that. capable and shit. So, <laughs> um, I have a suggestion for the comments from the haters day. All right. Um, uh, I suggest that Carl gets uh, to do a video on his sore belly thing. I think I would get you a lot of hate. Do a call, a video on his what? You uh, wrote an article in April about power bellies. Oh, power bellies. <laughs> power belly. Who wrote Ragavan, an article? Ragavan. Ragavan did? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember the... I think that would make an excellent uh, haters attractor. <clears throat> I remember the, the Ragavan article. That's a good point. Ragavan's got a belly on him, you'll have to admit. Yeah. We saw him in Nebraska. Yeah, in November. In November. And uh, Carl What's, was, uh, he's like eight months. <laughs> What's you know? funny is he Don't used to be like 140 <laughs> he pounds. He was so small. Oh, he was a little was nasty little, you know, yeah. little, you know, just a little drop of a human being. <laughs> right, you know? right. And uh, now he's... Uh, no, At the same strong. height, he's gained like 100 pounds. Uh, and, yeah, you know, it doesn't bother me, but I can see why it would annoy, you know, his girlfriend. His, real strong, his wife. He's married now. Oh, he got married. Yeah, oh, he's well, married. Made an honest woman out of her. Yeah, and that's what they say, right? As they say. Yeah. Because right? <clears throat> she's dishonest if she's not married. <laughs> yeah. You know, all women who are not married are dishonest. Of course. Right. Of course. Got it. Yes. <laughs> yes. I've heard of that. All right. So. Anyway, what what uh, can we talk to you about today? Well, I have a question that maybe you're going to find a bit stupid. Uh, but Probably I'll not. ask it anyway. No, I've read your stuff on the I board. Did. You don't ask typically stupid questions. So, 
shoot. Oh, thank you. Okay, so um, I've been doing your program for over two years, and my my NLP was I thought I thought it was very successful. I, I was able to drag it for a very long period of time, though there was a break in the middle. Okay, and then I did the four day split thing, and that worked really well. But then I had a layoff uh, this summer for right. work and illness injury stuff. And so I've been trying to rebuild doing the NLP. And the first time I ran the NLP, it just felt natural when I should move on to intermediate training. Right. But this time around, I just find that I beat myself up really quickly. And then I have to backtrack again. And I, I don't know when to stop it. How long were you trying to add more weight to it? How long were you trying to do the, the progression? The second time. Like, it, it typically after three weeks of it, I it my back is fried. I get, like, tweaks that right. have to pause training for days. Right. And, but I like the NLP. Well. <laughs> so, I, I, right, so it, I just don't know when to stop it. All right. Well, here's the situation. All right. When you revisit the NLP, the Novice Linear Progression, on uh, – on, under the circumstances under which you did, you are stronger now than you were when you first did it. So the stress that is going to be produced by the three days a week incremental increases is going to be quite a bit more than it was the first time you did it. So as a general rule, when you revisit the novice linear progression in after a layoff from other programming, that recapitulation will only take about three weeks and then you'll be back within shooting distance you'll be back within shooting distance of your four day a week split workout routine and so after three weeks just you know right now you should be back on the four day right All right. Okay. You shouldn't be trying. Don't beat your head against the novice progression more than one time. Okay. Because it, it okay. will tear you apart. You can't do that. Okay. It is the fastest way, obviously, to get your numbers back up to where they were before the layoff. But it is also the fastest way to overtrain if you're already stronger when you attempt to do this. Okay, so the, yeah. what you do is, if this ever has to happen again, you take another four or five month layoff, you're going to come back probably for two weeks and do your three day a week workout, take bigger jumps on the way up, and at the end of two weeks, switch back to the four day split. The four day split is the best approach to this type of training for mature individuals. It's four days a week, the workouts are shorter. The volume is lower, tonnage rather is lower, and uh, and that's that's about as fast as you can get strong after you're no longer a novice. Okay. So that's that's what I would do. It's the it's the right attitude because you want to. 
it's the right attitude because you want to you want to make programming changes reluctantly and most people go into this and they make a programming change in order to make things easier for themselves but you're definitely at the point where um, you, you know you come back you run a short LP and it's time to get back into the programming you were doing right you know the the, the NLP is fun because you're adding weight very rapidly but that's that's unsustainable right it's, it's, it's unsustainable if you've already done it one time. exactly right it's quite sustainable if you're actually okay. a novice, but, but it's not, not sustainable right. if you're not a novice. Right. Okay, so I, okay. you know, you, you that's an honest question, and I'm I'm proud of you for beating on yourself that hard. But you don't keep doing it. All right, back off to the four day split and take it a little bit easier on the way up. You're still going to increase every week. Not every workout, but every week you're going to go on up. But if you keep trying to go up every workout, you're going to be uh, hospitalized or something. You can't do that. Right. All right. Okay. Perfect. Thank well, you for thank the you call, Virginia. Appreciate it. My pleasure. Okay. Hey, that went well. Well, let's see if it continues to go well. Maybe this little experiment's going to work. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm just gonna gonna not read the auto screen because it might be wrong. So let's just answer the call. Yeah, let's just do that. If the auto screen's not any better at yeah. interpreting the name, we should you just turn call Virginia them. into Tiffany. How do you? We should call them whatever the whatever the says. screen says, yeah. no matter what. Right, that's a good, and that's just a good let approach. the screen decide who yeah. they are. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we'll just get used to our future. Mm -hmm. Yeah, AI is gonna be telling us what to do yeah. anyways. Yeah, AI determines what our names are and mm -hmm. what we had for dinner and all this other shit. All right, that's a good idea. Get used to our slavitude. <laughs> All right, well, this is Casey. <laughs> All right, is this actually Casey? Hello. Did you call me Stacy? Casey. 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 Or are, is it uh, okay. Stacy? Yeah, my name is Casey. Casey. <laughs> yep. All right. Oh, right. Yeah, they, they, the AI got it right this time. <laughs> All right. So what's happening? Oh, I was wondering um, your thoughts on farmer walks. I know you talk about accessory lifts sometimes, but I haven't seen you cover it. And I've been around a lot of baseball players and just wanted to shout you out. Um, myself, I started at about 165 pounds going into college. Mm -hmm. At about 18, did uh, the Go Mad uh, freshman summer, got up to 205 and just got off and was able to teach some other guys with uh, the novice progression how to get strong and help them out. But after that happens, uh, my friends and myself, we would always do the Texas method. And we've had a lot of fun on Monday after the volume workout, putting in farmer's walks and just loading up a bunch of weight and walking 30 <laughs> yards. I don't know. Your thoughts on it, and if there's well, a smarter way to incorporate it. Well, in yeah, there's a smarter way to incorporate it, and that is to leave the farmer's walk weights in the closet. <laughs> okay? That's the way I would incorporate it. All right, let me ask you a question. Is your is your purpose here to have fun or to make progress? Both, but with... Well, no, 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 no. You don't get to have it both ways, you know. Progress is fun, but extraneous fun, if it takes away from progress, is not a good idea because that's not training. 
okay? And if you just throw right. in farmer's walks on what is uh, arguably the most ridiculously taxing program in all of strength training, the Texas Method Volume Day, then uh, you uh, are fucking up. Because if progress in terms of weekly increases in the in the load on the barbell is your actual objective farmers walks will interfere with that absolutely they will so i i see okay. no point in doing farmers walks uh in, in for for a baseball player this is you know are are you practicing while you're training you playing baseball while uh, you're we training? Train baseball players in the summer, it's a little less um, taxing mm-hmm. than the spring. So we, we try and get all our strength in, training in, in the summer, and then we go back hard in the fall. So um, mostly games, but you can manage it. And there'll be two months where we won't be playing games, and that's when we incorporate that. But... So, yeah. Well, uh, all right. Here's a here's an observation that I think is very important to make. If a baseball player has not done the novice linear progression, the way we have you do it, where you come in, you do three sets of five squats, three sets of five presses or bench presses, and one set of five deadlifts, and light pulling day is power cleans. All right. If the player has not done that, then the potential for improvement is there. Whether you are in season or not, if you can recover from it. In other words, baseball season should not preclude your ability to go up in weight on a novice approach to barbell training if you can get recovered from the three barbell workouts. Now, getting recovered from the three barbell workouts requires that you eat enough to gain the weight, and you know that because you did it, but it also requires that you do not produce levels of fatigue that will compromise both barbell training and on the, on the baseball field play. All right, which means no farmer's walks, okay? They don't benefit anything. All they do is make you fatigued. Now, there may be an argument for doing farmer's walks if you're going to a strongman contest, but there is no argument for farmer's walks if you are strength training for baseball. It is inappropriate. It doesn't help anything. And it produces levels of fatigue. They're going to compromise your ability to add strength, which is the whole point of doing the barbell part of the workouts. Okay, Casey. Another another way to think about this that you you uh, another way to look at it is is they're not even though they're hard, they're not heavy enough to to do what people think that they're doing. They're, you know, there's there's a mental aspect of it. There's some grip stuff, but you get all of that from from deadlifting. Yeah, you get all of it from squatting. So in terms oh, in terms of an, I haven't thought of that. What's that? Okay. 
in terms, of, I haven't thought of it. Yeah, yeah. Way. Let me just yeah. tell you this: in terms of in terms of the the benefits of the farmer's walk, it's too specific of a movement of an exercise to have to have much carryover that you're not already getting from the basic barbell lifts. Uh, but what it will do is it, like Rip is saying, it'll add to the overall fatigue, which it's eating into recovery resources that you uh, that you don't need to be. Yeah, that you should be into. devoting <clears throat> to uh, getting recovered from the five pound increase in your exactly. squats. You, you you cannot, especially if you're deadlifting a whole bunch of weight, you cannot do a farmer's carry heavy, heavy enough to make any difference in your performance. No, outside of a muscular endurance thing, which is not necessary for you. You're not you're not right. a, you're not in strongman. You're not doing something that requires that kind of uh, specific practice with those implements and that's right. and, and a farmer's carry is that that's exactly what it is and, and getting your deadlift up from 405 to 675 will do more right. for your endurance in an actual farmer's walk situation than doing the farmer's exactly. walk itself that's exactly right all right so and, and this is what people just don't understand so frequently why is kettlebell training not strength training because it's not heavy Can't enough because it's not heavy yeah. enough right. it's not heavy lies. enough to make you stronger but if you do it for 10 minutes like a kettlebell test if you do it for reps for 10 minutes or five minutes it still produces levels of fatigue right. that must be recovered from when the recovery that we want you to accomplish is recovery from the strength training which actually makes you stronger Okay, this this submaximal shit to to exhaustion is why CrossFit doesn't work. It's exactly why CrossFit doesn't work, and right. it's it is it is not logical. If you'll think through this, it's not logical. You have finite amount of recovery resources. What would you rather those resources be devoted to? Getting stronger. Or getting less tired because you did something stupid with kettlebells or farmer's walk tools. What benefits are you trying to obtain from your training, in other words? Now, if you think about your farmer's walks in those terms, then you're going to arrive at the conclusion that farmer's walks are they're worse than a waste of time. Okay. So just quit that doing this. Uh, yeah, I see what you mean. Yep. All right. Okay, man. Thanks for the call. Okay. Yes, sir. Sir, uh, thank you for taking my call. Uh, I'm calling because uh, uh, I I had I started uh, uh, I I read your book and I did not follow the program properly, but <laughs> well, I good. have only been doing strength training, which is uh, press. Uh, my bench press, deadlift, and squat, and my bench press and press have uh, plateaued right. to uh, the bench press is at two twenty five for five, and press is one fifty five for five, and I'm a two hundred and twenty pound uh, person, whereas my squat and deadlift has uh, gone up significantly from where I started. So, uh, I how do tall feel are that you, and what do you weigh? Tend to collapse. How tall are you, and what do so you I'm weigh? Two, yes, I'm two, 222 pounds, right, 222. and I am 5'11". 5'11", 222. And I'm 5'11". So you're a useful size guy. Yes, All right. And your bench and your press have plateaued. All right. 
this yes, is sir. a this is a very good place for the first three questions. Okay, now the first question yes, is sir. the first question is how long are you resting between your sets of bench press and press? There are five minutes. That's not long enough. If you're stuck, that's not long enough. Oh. All right, I, okay. and it doesn't matter whether you think it ought to be long enough or not. If it's not long enough, it's not long enough. Rest ten minutes, okay, and see what happens. Okay, now, okay. Second question: How big are the jumps that you are taking between workouts on those two exercises? So, when you advance your bench press, how much do you go up? Two and a half pounds, sir. Okay, and the press. Two and a half pounds. I'd, I'd go less on the press than the bench press. Because you can't press as much okay. as you can bench press, and so the increments need to be a little smaller. Try a pound and a half on the press. Now, okay. when you go up small okay. increments like that, that means you have to have control of the weight on the bar. Right, you're going to have to use the same bar yeah. and yeah. the same basic plates every time, so that when you take a one and a half pound jump, which would be three quarters of a pound on each side of the bar, then the whole load is only going up in the, a pound and a half. All right, now that that means yeah. that you can't use different plates. Okay, so you have to control the precise incremental increases that you're using. On both of these exercises it's less critical on the deadlift because if you're going up 10 pounds on the deadlift and you actually went up 11 pounds or 9 pounds it's not that big a deal but it is that big a deal on exercises that are not capable of moving as much weight anyway so if you've got that under control and it sounds like you've pretty much got that under control then you're you're fine but I would try taking pound and a half increases on the press for a while and see if that happens. And especially if you're going to increase your rest to eight to 10 minutes between sets, which you should immediately begin to do. Let's see if that doesn't shake it loose. And third question is, what does your diet look like? How much protein and total calories are you getting? Yes, sir. I eat 2,800 to 3,000 calories. Um, I eat 600 grams of ground beef and about uh, 90 grams of uh, uh, protein grams of uh, 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 whey protein. Okay. Uh, well, that's, 600 that's grams, that, that's about a pound and a quarter of beef uh, a day. It's not going to be enough protein because of that 600 grams of, of beef, maybe 25% of it's protein. All right. So you're not getting enough protein. And total calories is what? 2,800, sir. That's not enough. That's not enough. You're tall enough, and at a body weight of 222, you don't, and with these lifts, I don't think you've got any reason to be concerned about your body fat to the point that you would compromise your recovery. And I think that's what you're doing. I would double my whey protein intake. The first thing I would do is double my whey protein intake and then add add another protein-based meal during the, during the course of the day. Get your calories up to at least 3,800. 
maybe 4,000 calories a day. Okay. And see if that doesn't shake these numbers loose. But this is a this is a very, very typical okay. presentation for uh, stuck upper body lifts. Uh, five minutes okay. between work sets is not enough time. I know it seems like it ought to be enough time, but it's not. So take your time. And it, if you've got a limited amount of time you can spend in the gym, you can take that time that you're resting between your upper body warm-up uh, work sets and warm up your deadlift or your or your cleans. Okay. Because that time, if you're resting okay. the upper body movement, it doesn't mean you have to be sitting on your ass. It just means you have to be letting the upper body recover. You know, deadlifts aren't going to interfere with that. I mean, if it's a, if you're in a jam for time, that's how this is done. You, uh, uh, you know, intersperse your warm-ups for the next lifts into the work sets for the current lift that you're on, and that's how you save that time. Okay. Okay. All right, well, sir. Uh, one one other one other question okay. was the 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 grip the grip when when I'm doing the bench. I feel like my forearms collapse. That's the that's the problem I have when I'm lifting weight. It's, I don't feel it's the it's the strength. Uh, I, I think it's the transmission, uh, and my forearms are about to collapse when I'm trying to lift heavy bench. That is the problem that it, I experience. Is your that thumb around the, double sleeved? Are, are you using a correct thumbs around the bar grip? Yes, sir. Uh, I have recently switched to bull grip, and I think that helps me quite a bit more. What kind of grip? Uh, but uh, uh, I, 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 I heard, I read uh, bull grip, bull, B-U-L-L. I don't bull know what grip. That is. is that like a suicide grip? Okay. It's, it's a, uh, no, no, not, no, sir. It's basically uh, you are holding the bar, and then you, you, you twist your uh, uh, wrist inward so basically you are facing uh the bar on the heat on the heel of your palm well that's what exactly you're supposed to be doing anyway palm. oh I, I know what he, he's not he's not grabbing with his fingers that you pinch with your um with your pads of your fingers i think that's what the bull grip is well i've Correct. never heard that term. It, yeah it's like Correct. that i've never heard the term we don't use the term so i'm not familiar with it uh but uh you <laughs> If, if you are now watch the video here very carefully if you are taking your grip on the bar yes. you're going to and this is called pronation you're going to take your grip and then you're going to pronate a little bit and that squeezes the bar into position over the heel of your palm that's the way you're supposed to be doing the grip okay. to begin with all right that's what do you mean by grip. what do you mean by your forearms collapse okay. are your elbows moving around uh, yes, the elbows are slightly loose as well as when I say, when I mean my forearm collapse is the, the, the supinator muscle gets into, uh, shaking, uh, and, and, uh, I, I don't feel, and, and what I end up doing is I, I will, uh, 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 I will displace my shoulders on the bench for that. So well, your shoulders my, my are supposed supinator to be. muscle starts shaking. You're supposed, your shoulders should be very, very, very tightly adducted, pulled together with your chest up in the air, 
and an arch in your low back that will have your low back not even in contact with the bench. That's how hard your chest is supposed to be up. And if you combine that position with the grip I just described, everything will be tight. There will be no collapse. Now, I don't know what you mean by supinator muscles of the grip because the grip is in pronation, prone supine, all right? Pronation. The, okay. The, that, that movement of your forearm is called pronation, and that's what you should be doing against the bar with your grip when you bench and, and when you press as well because that takes all the slack out of the kinetic chain between your shoulder and the bar. Okay. So if you will make these changes, I think you'll probably get unstuck, but the, the most dramatic change you've got to make is you're not resting long enough between these work sets. Okay. Fix that. And let's see what happens. All right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Thanks for the call. All right. All right. Now. Moving right along. Moving right along. Hello. Hello, you there? Yes, I'm here. All right. Who's this? This is Jason. Jason, thanks for the call, man. What can we do for you today? just would like some clarification on the Texas method. Uh, I did my volume squats on Monday and my volume bench on Monday. Right. And I did my press on Wednesday and my light squat on Wednesday. Right. The clarification I'm looking for is in the book, it says to do your, your five rep deadlift on Friday and not Monday. But then I hear a lot of it talk about being done on Monday with your volume squats. Well, but the book says Friday. Right. There are a couple of ways to approach this and you're going to have to do it the way that, that works best for you. All right. Now you are, how old are you? 43. You're 43 years old and you're trying to do the Texas method. Yes, sir. Jason. No. Are you on drugs? Are you how much are you taking a bunch of Diana Ball and test or what? I, I'm sleeping, I'm eating, and I love to train. I I love the volume squat day. I love the volume bench. And I love the deadlift. I've been doing all these movements for so long, but right. I'm kind of you know kind of stagnant in my weights. Well, so so, so I love need to, you know, aside the programming more than anything. Love not being one of our concerns here. Uh, <laughs> you the the Texas method is a young man's program. The Texas method, and I've talked about this a thousand fucking times, all right? So listen to me this time. The Texas method is designed for 23-year-old kids who are still living at home and who don't have to work and who somebody else is buying their food and they can devote as much resources to recovery as is necessary. As a 43-year-old man, are you married, got a family? No. Living girlfriend. Well, it's kind of like a family, but she's not expecting a lot of you because, you know, she knows how you are. But you've you've got to understand that at 43, you're, you're edging up to the point where you're not even approximately going to get recovered from a proper Texas method 
program. The damn thing is too hard. And I've talked about this till I'm blue in the face. The vast majority of intermediate lifters need to be doing the four-day split because it's still hard, but you can recover. It's not unreasonable like the Texas method is. Texas method is borderline stupid. All right. I have to say that even though we've, you know, our program, but it's still borderline stupid if it's applied incorrectly. And I don't think you ought to be doing it. I think you need to switch to the four day split. That's still a challenging program. It's a whole, it's one more day of lifting than the, than the Texas method is, but it's, you're not doing everything three days a week. You're doing everything two days a week. And it's, uh, it just it's it's easier to recover from and since it's easier to recover from it's easier to make progress on and that's the whole point okay so also too i have a question if if, if you're able to split up the lifts into two two different times of, of the day do you think that is okay to like morning bench that's, and then evening squat i don't see a problem with that but that's a whole bunch of time in the gym you know, and that's not compatible with everybody's work schedule. You know, it's, it's, it's so fine. If you want to do, a, to if you want to do two a days, that's fine. But, uh, most people can't do that. There's nothing conceptually wrong with it. You know, I mean, you, you could, uh, you could make the argument that it gives you time to have eaten again before that second workout, which is, which would be terribly useful. But uh, I, I think uh, I stand by my original suggestion. I think you ought to be doing the four-day split. Monday, Thursday, squat and pull. Tuesday, Friday, upper body and chins. You know, I, that, that works for most people. And it works just fine. And I think it's underutilized. Everybody thinks the Texas method is... is well, it sounds cool because it's Texas and stuff, but it's uh, it is uh, it's too challenging for most people to recover from, especially at your age. So give okay, just give well, that I some thought. I appreciate it. Right? I, I love practical programming. Well, I, I've read practical programming. Great book. Thank you. Well, that yet makes you different than lots and lots of people. Then so <laughs> uh, because. Uh, most people just read at it. They don't actually read it. It's long. It's a textbook. It's not glamour, you know. It's just there's not a bunch of pictures and, you know, guys doing the double biceps and girls with beautiful tits and stuff like that. It's just not that kind of book. So I'm glad you've read Very it. Very dry. It's dry as a bone. Are you going to do any more cooking videos? We always do cooking videos. We got one. Is the new cooking video up? The con by video that was a couple weeks ago. A couple weeks ago, we yeah. already we got one of those up. We're they're doing... on they're on Starting Strength Network now. The yeah. cooking videos are on uh, network.startingstrength.com. They're not on YouTube anymore. Yeah, except for the old ones, the ones the the original ones. Right, new cooking videos are on the network, so you got to join. You could just it's buy. Not too much. It's not too much money. Yeah, you can join, or you you can rent or buy the individual videos too. It's like four bucks. Yeah. You want to just download the cooking videos. Right. Each one is like four dollars. Might as well just subscribe. Just subscribe, man. I, better does this subscribe. 
you make friends with us when you do that and all this other shit so and we won't have to fire people right although we may anyway yeah we may may anyway we might not have to but we <laughs> might well it's better to want to than have breeze to. head is always on the fucking block you know <laughs> has been for years since day She's one is the first <laughs> to go TV man with her in it <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll watch any video with Bree in it for sure. All right. Well, I'll pass that along to her. All right. <laughs> all right, man. Thanks for the call. Thank you. She may be interested in a 43-year-old guy who does Texas Method. <laughs> Could be. Could be. He sounds like we'll, a catch. We'll it? circle back. <laughs> all right. All right. I think we got Matt back, the guy who uh, – Got Matt back. The... Yeah. Hello? Hello? Is this Matt, Matt. back? Yeah, right. I'm back. Thank you. All right, man. Uh, I, uh, I started out on a linear progression and then took a break and tried to come back to it and ended up uh, running into some, some knee problems. I had uh, uh, switched to just uh, NLP two days a week and still incurred the, the problem. It's on my right knee. Uh, right along the top of the patella of the, the kneecap. It's like a ligament that gets inflamed. And uh, so that kind of shut me down. I was just wondering if there's you had any suggestions on how to well, rehab that so I can get back into it. vast majority of the time, patellar tendonitis, which is what you're talking about, patellar tendonitis, uh, it's quadriceps tendon tendonitis. It's on top of the kneecap, Right. Yes, and even if it's even if it's yes. patellar tendon tendonitis underneath the kneecap, it's all the same shit. It's a it's a technique error. You're squatting with two upright vertical a back angle. Your knees are going too far forward. They're jamming forward at the bottom, and you've got the wrong picture in your mind of the squat. Now we are doing we're producing a video this week about this very thing because this is. And I'm dumbfounded that we haven't done this prior to this. But the the primary problem we have with technique errors in the starting strength seminars, in our self-sufficient lifter camps, and everything else we coach is back angle in the squat, okay? Your knees, once they get inflamed, are going to stay that way. So it's extremely important for you to learn how to squat with your hips and not your knees. Learning how to squat with your hips means learning how to squat with a more horizontal back angle than you have got a picture of in your head. Because, see, you've been looking at the, at the Olympic weightlifters in the front squat. You've been looking at the pictures in the muscle magazines of all the bodybuilders doing quarter squats with their chest up in the air, working their quads and stuff. We're not concerned with your quads, all right? Your quads get trained in the squat accidentally. But you have to stay out of your knees or you're going to have problems with them. And the way to stay out of your knees is to learn how to squat with a more horizontal back angle. Now, what in practical reality, what that means is, is learning to squat with a more vertical shin, a more vertical shin and a more horizontal back. 
throws the emphasis of the squat onto the anatomy it belongs on, which is hamstrings and hips and lumbar musculature, lumbar spine musculature. That's the main part of the body that's worked in the squat. And the quads go along for the ride. This is the problem with body part thinking instead of movement pattern thinking is that it tends to stress structures that are not capable of receiving the stress. If you try to do everything like a front squat and work your and make your legs do the squat, then you're going to have knee problems before it's over with. So you've got to learn okay. how to leave the knees alone and make the hips do most of the squat. Now, if you will look at uh, this video that we're preparing, it's going to show you all about this. But if you look at all the articles that are on the website that we've written about this, this is uh, this is a continual source. Of, this is the th- single thing that we have more trouble correcting in the starting strength seminar than anything else we do is getting you to bend over and sit back when you squat to put the load on the back and the hips where the load belongs and get it off of the knees, which once they are inflamed are going to be a continuing problem from now on. If you get knee inflammation when you squat, it's because you did the squat incorrectly. And once you correct the squat, the knees will very, very slowly heal. Now, they will not heal. Knees will not heal with a layoff. Knee tendonitis does not heal with a layoff. Let me say that again. You can take a two-year layoff to let your knees heal. And the first workout that you do when you come back that you do incorrectly will re-inflame your knees because the inflammation never really went away. Okay? This is, this is terribly important to understand this. The most important thing we can teach you is to squat correctly. Okay. And squatting correctly means to squat with the hips, not the knees. You need to learn to shove the knees out, not forward. You need to reach back with your ass instead of forward with your knees. You need to facilitate reaching backward with your ass by bending over so that your back is more horizontal than you want it to be. Now, people that don't don't understand what we're trying to do will tell you, well, you're doing a good morning. No, you're not. Because you're going below parallel in a squat with a more horizontal back angle. It's not the same thing as good morning. You know, not everybody knows what they're talking about. Okay. Now the possibility exists that we don't know what we're talking about either. All right. But I would invite you to try it our way and make up your own mind. All right. You need to stay out of your knees when you squat. If you will envision a couple of things when you squat, think about keeping your shins vertical. Think about moving your knees out instead of forward. Think about bending over so that your belly drops down between your thighs at the bottom of the squat. 
If you'll think about those things real, real hard, and this requires quite a bit of attention, requires a, a lot of focus. This is where you, you can't just mindlessly move when you, when you do barbell training. You can't do that. It requires a huge amount of attention being paid to what you're doing. And if you don't want to do that, then you have no business doing this because you're going to get hurt. But if you can focus on these things and re-educate yourself about how to squat, then your knee problems will be vastly minimized. All right. If you've already got your knees inflamed, they're going to bother you. They just are. I'm sorry. I wish that wasn't true, but they're going to bother you. You can get them massaged, get them worked on, but the most important thing you can do is to get out of them at the bottom of the squat. Get into your hips and out of your knees. Okay? Nick, but as you you're doing anything? the squat properly, you'll actually heal, right? Yes. The, to the extent they can. Okay. Yeah. It okay. is It is felt well, I, by a lot of people that once connective tissue gets inflamed, that it's permanently altered. All right. Some people think that that inflamed tendons don't ever completely remodel back to original equipment. How would it not if you're getting bigger muscle bellies, though? How would it not? Yeah, how would, how would it not adapt along with the muscles? It would adapt, but not completely. How does a scar react? Yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. That's you what you're you don't ever yeah. You don't ever get rid of a scar. Yeah. Once you got a scar, that's the way. Sure. But the, the, the capacity for the tissue, I guess, increases, right? Capacity for the tissue, even in a compromised right. state, which is what, can, can go up. Yeah, which yes. is what you want, right? Which is what you want. Which is what you want. And, if I mean, if you've got bad knees, uh, you, you're going to have bad knees, and it's going to be worse if they're weak. If all the muscle mass operating the knees is weak, then the knee is still exposed to more stress than it would be where all that shit's strong. So you still need to increase your squat, but you have to, to stop bothering your tendons. And the way you do that is to learn how to squat correctly. And squatting correctly is not the way it's taught at Westside Barbell. That's not squatting correctly. All right. The way it's taught understand. by everybody else is with a vertical back and I – you know, I, I can't understand their explanation of why it's better to squat with a vertical back, with the bar high up on your traps. I don't understand that. Now, if you're going to take a wide stance and you're going to get white lights with an eight inch above parallel squat, that's fine. But we're not power lifters. We're not competitive power lifters. This is strength training. This is not power lifting. We're not teaching you how to go to a power meet. We're teaching you how to make the movement pattern called the squat stronger it's a different thing entirely and i don't care about how competitive lifters do anything all right it's not relevant to what we're doing all right okay that makes sense is the video going to be on absolutely totally um and and i can see absolutely what uh what i've been doing wrong but it's hard to correct on your own. Is it your is. video going to be on uh, .net or on YouTube? No, that video, where are we going to put that video? That'll be on YouTube probably. Be on YouTube. Yeah. I think it's going to be about a 15, 20-minute okay. video. So it'll be, we can put that up on YouTube. Cool. We don't say anything about the uh, vaccination deaths or, cool. you know, 
of the Democrat Party what would be, thing, so we can put that on YouTube. What would be your nirvana for me is if you'd open up a starting strength in Salt Lake City. You know what? It's on the way, man. That's on the way. That's that's yeah. it's in process right now. It certainly is. Well, by the end, should I, be open I, by the end of the year. You know. Okay. So we expect Excellent. you to join. Yeah, right? you got one in Boise. Absolutely. Yep. No, you got one in Boise. I'm There's no reason to not have one in Salt Lake City. I completely agree. Yeah, we're much bigger, much more cosmopolitan, better city than Boise. So <laughs> yeah, well, we 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 all everyone agrees with that. If if you go to sl <laughs> if you go to slc dot com, you can get on the early interest list. So they're yeah, I mean they're 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 off and running. That's what you should do. They're looking for a location right now. Well, I'd, I'd signed up on Starting Strength's website, uh, websites and uh, saying that I live in Salt Lake and I'm interested. I'm on that. But you're saying now there's another place that I should go? Yeah, go to the gym's website, uh, Salt Lake City's uh, gym website, and they'll put you on their mailing list, on their email list. Uh, it's slc.startingstrengthgyms.com. slc.startingstrengthgyms.com. We'll take you right there. Got it. All right? We'll do it. All right, good All right. man. Thanks for the gym, call. Then I'll be doing it right. All right, thanks. Bye bye. All right. All right. Hit it. Hello. Hey, hey. Rip. What's up? Hey, man. What's going on? Who's this? Oh, uh, not much. This is Isaac in California. Isaac, in the great state of California. Yep. When are you moving? That's right. Um, when, when are you? I don't mo- know. I got my uh, my career here, so I'm kind of stuck. Yeah, well, you do that on the phone, you know. <laughs> on the phone. Well, not my not my line of work. What do you do? But uh, I'm a deputy. Well, there's deputies everywhere, man. <laughs> there's deputies in Oklahoma. Deputies yeah, in I Oklahoma. Know, there's deputies in Kansas, Missouri. Any of the central tier of states all have deputies. That, I'd have to get recertified and do that whole, you know, training over again. Yeah, that the, might be. You know, bullshit. Yeah, and that'd be too hard. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm pretty lazy, yeah. <laughs> right. All right, well, this will be an interesting question, then. What's going on? <laughs> um, so I got, a, I got an 11-year-old brother, and um, I see him, you know, doing his training with uh, this, I don't know if you can call him a strength coach, but he's in the gym with that trainer that my mom hired. She's paying way too much, and he's just doing, like, these gimmicky, you know, exercises. Right. So I was thinking about doing a NLP for him or, you know, help him out with that. At what age do you think uh, would be cool to start him on that? Well, I think that you need to wait till he's about 14 and then start him on the novice linear progression. But he can't do it at 11. Unless he's, you know, got hairy armpits already, and I'll bet he does. No, he's not there yet. No, I, he can't. No. He can't do a, a a a training program at the age of eleven. He needs to be playing. He's a kid. He needs to be digging holes in the That's yard and making forts and stuff and throwing dirt clods at people and you know, the old trash can lid dirt That's clod war. You know. That kind of shit's what he needs to be doing. I figure, yeah, he should 
doing that, but he, when he's not, you know, when he's not doing these forced, you know, activities like football, basketball, or, right. you know, off-season, he does this training. He just wants to play video games, so I can't, like, get him outside to do, to do anything else. Well, if you get him, if you can get him outside because you're going to do something interesting outside that he's not being made to do, then I think his attitude might improve about it. But if he perceives that you're wanting him outside just to do one more thing that somebody else has decided he's got to do, not him, his default position is, is look, leave me alone. You know, I mean, kids now play video games. We didn't have those. You know, we went outside and did shit outside because there wasn't anything else to do. You know, Uh, if you give him something to do outside that's fun, then he'll go outside. You know, does he, can you you take him fishing? Fishing. Yeah, well, it's it's California. It's not fun at all. It's California. (laughs) Fuck, I forget. They don't let you do that out there. Uh, Oh, oh, God. They need to go on a bike ride. There you go. Yeah, whatever, you know. <laughs> I don't know. Real helpful. So 14, huh? 14 the, the age? No, for, no, Tanner stage four is the age. That, that That's that's you the age to you do an NLP. So, you know, I've got kids that I train that are younger than 14, and it's play right now, and I make it easy for them. I don't have them grind under the bar. They get under there. We add a pound, half a pound a week, and that keeps them entertained with it. And it's 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 teaching skills, but I'm not going to get a kid that doesn't want to do it, right? So I don't know if that was clear as mud. No, well, I, I, he, I, he, know. he does look he does look forward to these training sessions, but yeah. it just doesn't seem to be to be doing anything besides you know getting him you know a little bit of exercise. Nothing bad will happen to him at eleven. Nothing bad will happen, but your mother is wasting a bunch of fucking money. Yeah. You know, if he's having fun and yeah, he's making friends, if he's having fun and she's got the money, let her spend it. You, you know, you, you can run the risk of if you take him at eleven and say, uh, "I'm going to take you out of this fun thing that you're doing and make you lift weights." Now, there is a potential that you'll make him hate lifting weights. Yes. One uh, one thing that I do well, whenever he's doing like he's doing weightlifting in this in this class. Yeah. I mean, it's by himself. He's got like a coach. And he's by himself, so he's oh, not like. So, so here's a, here's a deal. Here's a deal. Personal training for an 11 year old yeah, kid. Yeah, seems rather extravagant to me. I mean, yeah. I, I get paid to do it. <laughs> yeah, but you're working them in groups. Yeah, yeah. But here's the deal. So, it he's only going to get so strong before he stops, right? And when that has happened with all uh-huh. my kids that are younger, I start focusing on Olympic weightlifting because that is such that is such a niche thing that's disappearing, and I'm teaching them a skill that will carry over. Whenever they become old enough to do an NLP, now they have the skill. I know how to do Olympic lifting, and now let's get strong. So that's also an option. But chances are real, real, real good that the personal trainer your mom has hired does not know how to doesn't do that. know what a snatch even yeah. is. Right. Right. I figured he doesn't based on what I seen. Right. Well, anyway, but, um, you need to move to Nebraska. Okay, so. Uh, you need to go that ahead sounds, and make your that plans. Like, that and uh, <laughs> oh, hey, but I had an idea. You guys mentioned um, there's no like, there's not enough pictures in the in the book. Maybe you add a couple pictures of Rip doing some bodybuilding poses. That might. Oh, there you know, we go. 
Oh, that'd that'd increase sales, wouldn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah, that'd be the best thing we could ever possibly do. Full color insert. Yeah. Full color insert. No posters. We'll put a poster in there. Put a poster of me doing the. (laughs) That's actually a really good idea. (laughs) Me doing the archer. Front double buys. Do you think if we put put a poster? If we, yeah, yeah, if we put a poster of Rip on the website to buy, we can fluff up the hair on my back <laughs> before we take it. So I've got a little halo kind of. I see. Know, let's do light it, it correctly. So. Next, next lift shoot fight. I'm making Rip targets and Rusty targets too. Okay. By the way, that's great. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, it's wonderful. It'll be great. All right, cool, <laughs> fabulous. Thanks. They for better the call. fucking shoot me All dead. Right, Moved to Nebraska. All right, ready. Who's next here? All right, we'll do. Let's make this the last one. Did you just one. say I love you? I don't so think I so. You. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Hello. Hey, Matt from Jacksonville. Thank you for taking my call. Matt from Jacksonville. Yes, sir. I is spoke it? to you all uh, a couple months back uh, regarding my uh, spondylolisthesis. Is this Jacksonville, Florida? How many places have Jacksonville? Yes, sir. Do you know? I don't know. It's got to be four or five states with the Jacksonville. I think if it's not Florida, people will tell you the state also. Like they'll say oh. Jacksonville, Jacksonville Tennessee. Jacksonville d- is default yeah, if it's right. right. Okay, so what would you do to yourself now? Uh, I called in a couple months ago regarding my grade one spondy. Your grade one. All right. Yeah, I remember the call. Yep. yep. I remember the call. You're hogging yeah, our time here, <laughs> Matt. So what right. are you doing now? Uh, I'm but- I'm doing what you told me. It's working fabulously, good. and I want to say thank you. Oh, good. Good. Well, I told well, you to quit doing sit-ups and quit doing back extensions. Wear a belt for all your yep. all of your warm-ups. Always wear a belt. Don't do anything stupid with respect to, you know, sudden jerky movements. Don't start doing BJJ. Uh, yep. You know, all of this sort of thing, and you'll be fine. You'll never even know there's any such thing as a grade one spondylolisthesis. It's grade one hasn't moved, and your uh, job from now on is to keep it from turning into a grade two. So just be careful. Drive carefully. Don't have a wreck. Yep. All right. Don't have a wreck. <laughs> right. All right. So I, I noticed. Uh, I wanted to ask that from. I noticed that if I warm up. With stretching out the groin area, right? Like, uh, like with some, like with some knee raises or a no machine, I have zero pain. Well, as long as you're not putting your lumbar into flexion when you do the knee raises, you know, I wouldn't have a problem with that. But man, you got to be careful because knee raises tend to put your lumbar into flexion. Don't move your lumbar. Okay. Your lumbar, your lumbar especially, needs to be still. And tight abs and tight erectors, tight obliques, all of that circle of muscle mass around your spine is what holds it, is what holds it stable. You need to get the idea out of your head that to exercise your abs and all of the muscles around the spine, you have to wiggle them separately. Squats and deadlifts train all of that muscle mass in as vigorous a way possible without 
wiggling it around and putting it into flexion and extension. Okay. So with respect okay. to the strength of all that muscle mass, squats, deadlifts, and presses are the way to do this. Okay. 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 All right, man. Well, congratulations. I'm glad you're better. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thanks for the call. Well, that went smashingly. Smashingly. Swimmingly. 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 So, I mean, that's a a prototype, too. Prototype. It works. No problems whatsoever. Works great. No problems whatsoever. Well, we even gave gave Bree a job. These call-in people... Have been pretty good so far, and I think we've had one jack off the whole time we've been doing these, right? right? Yeah, and he wasn't very effective. No, he was. Well, he, he tried. He didn't even make the final cut. No, yeah. it, none of the jack offs make the final cut. We could be lying about that. Every other well, call true, could yeah. be a jack off, as far as these people know. Yeah. Well, the people you on know, the live stream know. Because the matter. What if they were a super clever jack off? What if they we'll made st- us laugh? We'll still edit it. Still edit it. <laughs> this is. We're not here to make them laugh. <laughs> No, what if oh, they make, make us, us laugh? laugh. Well, they make us laugh. Uh, I don't know. That'd be, be a, you know, uh, individual call. I guess. <laughs> you know, one of the four of us would have to say, ah, let's keep it. <laughs> you know, and if that's the case, then might we might. No. You know. But anyway, watch. Boom. <laughs> So that's it for our first new format call-in show where you get to listen to the live stream. And watch. And watch at the same time. Watch the live stream. This is way better the than the previous version, isn't it? We are value. giving more and more value to you, the consumer. Right. Every year, our contribution to you grows. <laughs> our commitment to you the consumer grows are we in, every single year. Are we investing ourselves in the consumer? We're investing in you, the consumer. <laughs> it's very believable. Yeah, it's totally sincere. Totally sincere. So why don't you invest in us and join the network? How much is it a year? 75 bucks? 75 bucks a year. It's Come a on, great man. Great segue. 75 bucks. Join the network. That's how it's done. Just get more back. of a voice. Ninety you know? minutes of free content. Just and then oh God, oh man! Always just be closing. Seventy-five man. divided by twelve months is nothing. <laughs> it's free. It's free. If you divide it into twelve, it's free. All right. Thanks for joining us here on Starting Strength Radio, and we will see you next time.